Welcome to the Fatty Z Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy. We're uh, in the attached garage with Vance to my right, Todd Young on speakerphone, and like always, brought to you by Fatty Z Muskie Products, fattyzmuskie.com, Instabook, Instagram, Instabook, <laughs> oh my gosh, Facebook. Instabook. <laughs> hey, it's been a long day. Instabook. We also got Twitter. <laughs> oh, jeez. Hey, I got something new social media wise. We're not starting this over. Keep going. Oh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna can this. We've never canned one. Instabook. Instabook. I love it. Anyways, you know where to find us. We also got a podcast if you don't know, and uh, you know we make baits, rod holders, Project X. Do a little bit of everything. So, and a podcast. So, we're also brought to you by St. Croix Rods. Best on earth. If you're looking for a rod, ice fishing, spinning. I don't know why you'd want to use a spinning rod. Musky rods. Ocean. Vance, you laughing over there? Yeah, I just, I got the uh, the laughs, you know, with... With the Instabook. Yeah, I'm trying not to <laughs> think about that. I wish I would have thought of that before, but it came out too naturally. <laughs> I, got to, I got the thought of, Van, of Andy holding the spinning rod upside down. That's true. Yeah. Spinning rods. There, that, and my mind, is, my mind is off Instabook now. now Except what Todd just said never happened. That's but not true. <laughs> I never held the spinning rod upside down. <laughs> I was using a snelled hook, but... You forget how to fish. There's so much time in between. Yeah, I'm learning new every time. <laughs> Mister, he wants to hunt in my stand I next know. week. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I gotta shut up. I just got trump carded. Trump card. <laughs> <laughs> I got trump. <laughs> I got trump. So did Hillary. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. We gotta get this back on the rails. Okay. So, we're also brought to you by Boss Shad. You can find Boss Shads at Mark's Bait Tackle and Ammo, largest Boss Shad dealer in the world. I made that one up. It probably is. It probably is. Ravina, Ohio, online store is up. We also can find them at Chautauqua Real Outdoors, Thorn Brothers, Ross's Sports Shop, Triple J's in West Virginia, Team Rhino Outdoors. They have the regular Boss Shads, four and a half. Musky Tackle Online has stock colors, four and a half inch boss shads, and the Crime Boss. And if you're in Canada, North Shore Tackle in Canada. I said Canada twice in the same sentence. So if you're in Canada, please pay attention. <laughs> and with the we do have listeners. We do have listeners in Canada. We also have listeners in across the Atlantic. Yes, we do. We do. I just shipped a bunch of baits to Boston that are going to hop on a transatlantic. Up and over, and get, they make it through customs. That, I, that's why I had to take the hooks and split rings off. Yeah. So. <laughs> nice. They're going to where? Denmark. I believe so. I guess without looking, it's been a long day. Yeah, that's cool though. Yeah. So that's definitely that is definitely reaching out from it, the podcast. It is. He promised a big pike photo. Yeah, we we nice. talked. Talking about how big, what was the biggest pike caught on? I swear that, I caught a 41 on that. On a raptor? On a raptor. Yeah, on a swimmer, I've, I've had someone, I think, send a picture of a 40 on a swimmer. 
I mean, they 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 catch some tanks overseas of of pike. Because they don't, you know, they, I, I, we're speaking completely not knowing for sure, but I don't believe there's any muskies in Europe. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't. I've never seen one over there. I'm gonna tell you this: if I ever go over to Europe, I'm gonna have like a bag full of muskies. <laughs> and uh, th- I mean, th- this is this is actually true. What what I'm about to say, and it's not this joking. If I'm transporting fish illegally, <laughs> but you remember like when Milax was just cranking out giants? I mean, it still does, yeah. but it was dumping them. Yeah, a lot of them, and. I learned from the Meat Eater podcast that when animals get introduced in an area they were never before, they have like a generation of gigantism that they will just become enormous, like disproportionately enormous than what normally the cross-section of a population has been. Yeah. So, I mean, if you dump some muskies that actually made it, mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? I don't know how big the lakes are over there, but let's just say you had like a 50,000 acre lake and you could stock it heavily you could have some of the world's biggest muskies ever. Yeah. Because they just were never initially there to begin yeah. with. So it kind of neat like that. But then as nature come, takes a toll, it, they get back to normal. Was Malax a natural musky population? I don't believe it was. Really? I believe it was stocked. might have been 80s, 90s. I, I can't speak with authority on it, but it was... I mean, you fished there though before. I did fish there. That was where I caught my first muskie. Yeah. And. It's crazy. You caught your first muskie there. Yeah. And they were right in your creek. They were just in my backyard. I mean. They were in your backyard. I mean, every time I go over the bridge, I see a little fin wave to me saying, Yeah. Not today. You're not here. Not here. You're not fishing. Um, Yeah, I'm here. You're not fishing. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Andy. And, uh, how big were those fish were giant? I mean, like 40, 50 pounders all the time up there. Like the, the pictures of, oh, I, you know, the biggest thing, and I, I've said this on the podcast before was it was just crazy in fishermen. I believe it was in fishermen did an article. This is when I had in fishermen, a subscription and it, it, the, the, the title of the article was called project world record. And they were, this was the first time I really saw like musky baits and they had like a pounder bulldog laying on a guy's arm they had you know bucktails with a quarter next to them and then at that point you know my my wife who was at the time my girlfriend had to go up to st paul for some training for work and i tagged along and i booked a a guide trip there perfect and that's how i'm like this is a dream come true because i just read this article about oh yeah malax so that's that's a roundabout way how all that happened and then I was just like, you know, I was also was trying to become a walleye fisherman inland, not Lake Erie, mm. where it's fairly easy to catch a giant walleye. I couldn't catch a walleye to save my life. <laughs> I literally, I was terrible at it. Yeah. So I just said it'd be easier to catch muskies. <laughs> and it was, because I'd catch more muskies than walleye. Yeah. So that's my measuring stick there. <laughs> Good stuff. Well... Get back, get, get back to it. To you don't want to sponsors. Well, no, well, this is kind of along the lines. It's it's the looking back podcast, and I was just looking back. Yeah, the, the sponsors. Todd can look back on this one sponsor, <clears throat> forty years. Yeah you're, yeah, you're you're looking back on something you just brought up. That's like a newbie to the sport. If you ask me. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm middle newbie. Yeah. <laughs> We have a new sponsor too, uh, Dale Wiley, Wiley Lures. 
using them for like 40 years. And uh, yeah, they keep putting fish out every time, every year. Absolutely. Yeah, we use them all the time in our boats. And they said they, they've caught, they caught the biggest fish of our previous season here that we just wrapped up. They're always running. I love running those fat bodies in my down rod. And we have uh, St. Croix rods, best on earth. Check them out if you're into uh, in the in the rod market right now. Um, we use them. Andy uses them. Todd uses them. Um, and yeah, check them out. Uh, who else do we have? Anybody else? Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. That's for sure. Todd, yes. hit that one up. Todd at mcfishandguides.com. Give us a call. We'll get you booked up for some uh, good fishing days. Absolutely. Not going to happen this year, though, will it? No, it's all done. Yeah, we're done. The boat, our boats are parked. We're done. We're going to start changing gears. We've got some guns out today. We're going to start firing some guns around in the backyard. And uh, get ready for hunting season. That's right. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, if, if this, I... This, this boy is done, we'll put it that way. Yeah. This guy is done. This guy Stand, just finally freed warm. up some time, so... <laughs> I was looking, you know, at river conditions, and it just didn't work out, but, you know, Todd and I had this annual fishing, walleye fishing trip that lasted, you know, the annual... You know, One two, year. two years yeah. in a row, two years. <laughs> and then we missed last year, and it's looking like we're going to miss this year. So I really can't even say it's the annual trip, but yeah, yeah, it would have been prime, and like you know, just in the last week or so. You go, you, yeah. you guys would go in the in we, the late fall. We would go. I think it was generally between archery and rifle season. Yeah, and that was that funny pike story where my reel was all tangled. Oh up. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the whole. He was holding it upside down. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, at least I wasn't using a spin casting rod. So. <laughs> spin casting. Is that the, the push button? button one? Oh yeah. He had the. Uh, oh, what's the name of that? Vance, you got to remember the name of that rod. Oh my gosh! Yeah. The. Uh, what was that? It was at Walmart. It, it, was it the, your pocket it, fisherman that you tried to get me to use? No. No, no the one you had for your daughter. You had it, oh, it was a very the, aggressive name. The Vexar. Oh, it was very. It was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had that. It made you sound like if you caught a fish, you were, it was going to explode. Okay. Well, that rod's <laughs> across the driveway yeah. in a very cold and dark pole barn. It's in one of the podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what that was called. Yeah. Hey, my daughter loves that pole because she knows that the blue one is hers. Mm-hmm. Which I gotta watch because I got I got this LT in the well it's in my truck right now yeah but it's blue as well and the things that she does to that blue rod I don't want done to my LT <laughs> love it perfect so that's uh maybe maybe after rifle we're gonna see how this weather goes but we get all this this runoff of this snow. Mm-hmm. It could mess stuff up, but I I really want to try to at least drown some minnows, and while I'm watching the the bobber not go under, I'll be chucking my perch stinger. 
You said you, you're not good at catching walleyes, but you guys did catch walleyes that year, didn't you? But don't, you, you can't say you guys. Todd caught walleyes that year. Oh. <laughs> so you did not. <laughs> no. I caught like perch and pike. And Todd no. caught like crappies and... And walleye, which totally surprised us. If this is this is just yeah. a looking back podcast, and I I was dumbfounded. My whole life, crappies. Crappies. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't say my whole life. I have been dinking and dunking on this creek my whole life, fishing it hard for probably at least ten years. And when I heard people say there's crappy in there and they've caught perch, I'm like, yeah, you just don't know your fish. Mm-hmm. And that one year, Todd, that first year we went there, yeah. first cast, Todd brings in a walleye. And I'm like, ah, this is how this easy it is. Then it was all perch and crappy after that. That's crazy. And I'm just like, where were these things at? I've never seen them flying around. Nothing. It's not. And then the next year we went and right off the bat, Todd got a keeper walleye, first cast. And then I think the only other fish then was, well, we had a lot of lost fish. We just couldn't keep them on. And then I got that pike. Yeah. Which I... I laughed very hard on the whole thing. Yeah. I had to do the fish drive to get it up. You did land it, though. We did land it. Yeah. We did land it, and it was a big, fat bike. It was a... It had... It It came after our bait two or three times, and we were reeling in. It came after Todd's, and yeah, I never I saw saying, it. It's a really big pike. I just saw it. And he was like, really? Yeah. I'm, like, pulling a bird nest out of my spinning reel. Yeah. And, like... Andy, your bobber's going under. I'll get to it. And I'm just like, <laughs> my hands are like tied up in this bird nest. And I just cranked it in. Unbelievable. You just went around the bird's nest. I just, I said, I'm stronger than this. And I just started reeling. And then I was stronger, but the reel still that wouldn't. Doesn't, yeah, that doesn't work for that situation. Yeah. You gave yourself a pep talk. Yeah. We literally did do, do a uh, fish drive. We were cha- I mean, we were chasing it around and it, so, was, it, it was an unbelievable story. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll, 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 that, that fish drive. I'm going to explain a little bit more about it because I couldn't reel because I had this line all just rammed into this. <laughs> that means I had no drag. So I yeah. and, and the fish when I say it was barely hooked, it was just the skin. Uh-huh. Yeah, and. I would, when the fish decided to turn, I had to walk as far out as I could, oh gently God. bring it around. Finally, I got, because I couldn't get close to it, because yeah. it, I guess it doesn't like feet near its head. <laughs> so I got it between me and the shore, Yeah. and I kept walking, and it would just go up to Todd. And when it got near Todd, I just grabbed it. You know, it's like yeah. half out of the water. I grabbed it like an eagle behind the head. Yeah. And when I got it there, then Todd bogged it, Yeah. and we caught it. How big was the pipe? It was poundage. I don't know how many pounds it was. I don't. Todd, did you remember weighing it? No, I don't remember weighing it. I'll have to pull up the photo of I it. I mean, would you say it was like a thirty-five inch pike or so? Oh yeah. Yeah, it was. It was right. Yeah, right in there. But it was probably the fattest the fat pike fat I've ever got. Yeah. It was portly. Stuffed with crappies. And all the perch. And yeah. The crappies and perch don't live in that body of water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it ate a minnow that was like three inches long. Yeah. Not even two and a half. It's so hard to find bait around here. Yeah. That's wild. That was our annual, which yeah. is no longer annual. Yeah, walleye trip. Get out again. 
We did good with, on that day. We went walleye fishing. We got some big ones. Yeah, that's eerie. That's eerie, though. It's hard not to get big ones on Erie. Yeah. That's changing, though. That 03 class is dying out, but I guess there was a really good year class this spring. Yeah. So 2019, expect 20-minute limits. Yeah. There was uh, the, the walleye fishing at Chautauqua Lake is crazy, right? It, it was. I mean, while we were up there... Oh, yeah. And we were coming in and, and hearing reports and stuff. I mean, Todd, that one guy said he caught 100 walleyes. Uh, on a weekend. Yeah, Saturday, Sunday. In a, in a weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two days. 100 walleyes. That's a good walleye bite. That would be, that'd be tough to do on Erie. Oh, uh, yeah. That's that inland fishing, that different fishing, you know, like reading like little breaks and the side imaging stuff and jigging that hole real crazy. You know, Too much work. Doing doing all that. That's probably just... why I suck as a walleye fisherman. That <laughs> <laughs> hmm. is what it is. It is. But kind of the theme of this podcast is, you know, Todd and I had a just a phone conversation a few days ago and we were just discussing, you know, just different things and just we, we, we started going like, you know, this would be interesting because I'm sure other people either have noticed or have changed their ways and you know, are kind of following the same the same path, and pretty much what it was was. And I'm not going to name the forum, but most people know what it is. This forum was like the Musky Central, and I remember hopping on it, and it was just new. You you could hop on it every hour, and there was some new replies, new this, and then it was just hot for information exchange, and mm. that's pretty much how we put the raptor on the map, but really got the initial thing. And there's one section called basement baits. And I was on that all the time. And it's just, you could see, you know, and this is over the course of several years, but like I was on it for years before I actually had a screen name, but there was a huge turning point in terms of painting baits. There were always like these basement bait guys that did nice paint jobs. But really, it's like when I started noticing that that section of this forum, there were, you know, the standard baits, crankbaits, biters, blah, blah, blah. And you'd see these paints and they were like, oh, yeah, those are nice. This is nice. And then all of a sudden, like in a couple years, it just completely flipped over with incredible paints, incredible foils. It just like grew, you know, the, the industrial age. It just all of a sudden yeah. everything caught on. Yeah. And it was a guy that, you know, I'm not picking on anyone in particular, a guy that had been making baits for, let's just say, 10 years. There's no one in mind that I have in particular. And they, they build this craft to where they, like, get to this point to where they're doing this magnificent paint job. And then a guy's like, check out my first, my first bait. Like, oh, yeah, that's, look what my first bait. And then, like, two months later, he's beating the guy that's been doing it for 10 years because he looked at it he figured out what he was doing. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it just it just rapidly built like that, mm -hmm. and you know that's what put the raptor really on the map was when we did that that underwater. We mm -hmm. got that that pool, the pool. and still, we got that still underwater. Still use that footage. Yeah, I still do because mm -hmm. I haven't been able to get back in the pool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, I look back at like the initial paints that I did, and 
you know, they they were good, but I I felt that I've improved on a lot of areas and whatever. But you know, now I looked up, I look on the forum and I'm just like, I don't ever go to that section anymore. Mm-hmm. And then you go to that section, you're like, this used to be like if you posted something, say on Monday, by Thursday or Friday, you're on page two or three. Mm-hmm. Buried. Now it's like Buried. four posts down. It's a month old. Yeah. And you're like, what what happened? And you know, then then you kind of you, know, you can kind of hop on and, and be like, well, I joined Facebook, and I don't know if if everyone else did the same. I think I was late to the game. Yeah. But it, it it's just now I'm like, well, I'm a little bit sad because that was like my life. The forums. Going the forums, and it was like mostly the middle '90s and stuff. You know, the big thing was was like Fish USA has the Fish Erie forum, mm-hmm. and that's where like. Back in 06 when the walleye were just stupid being caught. I hate going back to walleye. Yeah. But that's where like, oh, what color spoons you use and this and that and all these crazy stuff. And now you hop on that forum and it's literally crickets. Yeah. I mean, that forum had like 25,000 members. I don't think it has 25 active members now. Yeah. And, And you're just looking at this. It's just dying on the vine in front of us. And I'll be honest, I don't miss it. I'm sure, you know, there's parts of it that I miss, but I'm just now looking at it. I'm like, that was my life. It consumed me. Now, I'm going to say Facebook is also kind of doing that as well, but I'm getting sick of that too. Yeah. Yeah. So where did, where did it all go from the forums? I think when it did the social media boom, I mean, did did is it all taken there now? I almost have to think it's Facebook. Todd, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, that's right. I mean, I didn't even know about that stuff until I got to meet Andy and stuff like, you know, some, you know, some of these guys that told me about these forums you could go to. It was fun to look at that stuff and, uh, you know, read. A lot of it's just hilarious, but uh, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, I did go look at that every, you know, you know, like at least once a week. And as Andy just said, I mean, something was posted it would be buried you have to go to page three to find it every once in a while i still click on some of that stuff and uh it's three posts down on the on the first page so i mean think you know that stuff's changed a lot (laughs) yeah part of it might have been and i I don't know It, it so many and i've been involved in these those forum fights mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because you know it, it's tough when you see someone spouting off about something and you completely disagree you know I was never one to go look for one but there are times I'm like no this is no this ain't what you're saying but and you think you're going to get on there and change someone's opinion and it I don't it never does yeah but you feel you got to say something and it, pretty soon it just got to the point to where I just quit. I just disappeared from them. Yeah. I'm still on. I post every once in a while, but it's, I can't remember the last thing I posted on any, any of them. Yeah. So face, Facebook and all that took away from the forums. I, I didn't look at forums at all. You know, I never really did. I try to find some specific stories that used to be on forums mm-hmm. uh, for a good laugh. Um, but I can't even find those anymore. Um, 
And yeah, they, they just, everything is put on social media. Yeah. Immediately. I, 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 like, I like the thought of forums because everything was categorized. It's old school. It's like, it's like, be like, maybe like a paper or something. Yeah. Barely anybody reads a paper anymore. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait till my new social media hits it. Instabook. Instabook, yeah. And, uh, Instabook. <laughs> And then Facebook and Instagram will just be a, a thing of the past. Nobody will be on that anymore. No, they're all going to be like, man, are you on Instabook? Yeah. I just posted on Instabook, not on Facebook. <laughs> but. It, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, so I, as I sit here and I look back and I'm like, you know, I remember, I guess it just kind of changed. Todd and I, you know, we, we talked about this. I wake up and it's not the first thing I do, but. Part of my morning routine, you know, when I'm when I'm awake, is well, let's see what happened overnight on Facebook. Yeah. It used to be what happened on the forums. Yeah. Yeah. Did so and so finally say something to this guy or that? And, yeah. And you know, anymore, it's just like, and I'm not going to say the name of the forum again, but it's like they they had to make a post, positive gear reviews because it just seemed to be this mudsling fest. Is it? It's just, just bickering. And, but, you know, because it's, because the forum is easily controlled by, by moderators, they can tear all this stuff down, apparently. Mm-hmm. But, then, it, but then you got to sit back and look how much of that crap is true. And it doesn't matter. It's all across the internet. Yeah. Like, the, 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 the easy one to pick on, and it drives me nuts because, you know, it's, it's easy to do, is what's the best blank for blank? One example would be real for double tens. Yeah. Double tens. What's yeah. the best glove for winter fishing? What's aluminum or fiberglass? Yeah. The internet's been around for a very long time now. A quick Google search would save a whole lot of face bashing. Yeah. Because yeah. that's all yeah. it turns into. Yeah. Is, well, my uncle's friend's nephew's brother... Yeah. Had a fiberglass boat that touched a rock and now it sank. Yeah. Another guy says, well, my aluminum boat, welded, riveted, you name it, glued, came apart in a, in a two-foot wake. And, mm-hmm. it's, you know, and it's just like, well, none of this is firsthand and all of this is probably lies. Yeah. And, it, and it, I guess the longer that I'm looking at it, the more sour I get over it all. Just, That's where I look at it. I mean, I, you know, everything comes to a time. <laughs> And uh, I got into it very late to where I didn't even know what all this stuff was. But uh, that's how I met Andy. That's how we got hooked up. That forum crashed hard. Yeah. I I saw these swim baits some guy was making. I was like, oh, that guy's from Edinburgh. And we've talked about this before on the podcast a long time ago but you know that's how it all came about and uh, I was like oh geez I'd, I'd like to have a nice swim bait like that I don't really like the big twister tail uh, really like that paddle and uh, you know found a guy that had it you know we got involved the uh, an outdoor show the and, moraine uh, muskie now, now it's you know now it's musky products. <laughs> yeah. It was before I was involved, but it's gone a long way since then. 
you know. And uh, oh my gosh, the, what what I started with, and Vance is going to see that here coming soon because the pole barn's a, a mess. And I, any, any bait maker out there, and I'm probably sure anyone that musky fishes more. I'm going to just preference this more the bait makers. I have moving boxes, maybe a half a dozen full of baits. Mm. Bucktails I've made, you know, even bought baits that I'm just like, I can't get rid of these. They have a special story behind them. Mm. Just boxes and boxes of baits. And I remember making <laughs> uh, just endless. I, I pretty much said, Vance, your job is going to be dump these out on the table and let's start sorting yeah. bait blanks, bait concepts, other stuff that have that like is on the bubble of working, but I dropped the project for other reasons and mm. never picked it back up. And but like with Todd going way back, I wanted a little swim bait mm. and I did everything I could to make it work. And I, memory slips me now how many times I failed, but it was more than a couple to get that stupid tail to swim. It's mm. an awesome, that's awesome to see where it is now. But yeah, I'll sort, I'll sort through that inventory. There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of things that, geez, you say you pick something up and then you put it down uh, just because other things happen. But yeah, there's so many baits <laughs> that ideas that mm -hmm. we have to make a new bait and, and all that stuff. You got six boxes filled. They're scattered. Scattered. All through there. And, and you got, and you have, uh, Let's just say you have six boxes of just these tried baits and trials mm -hmm. and tribulations of making them. And, and one good, you got that paddle tail working out of that. You just have like a history of work. You know? I, I have a history and I was, I was given advice from another bait maker and I wish I could give them credit. They said, don't throw those failures away. Because mm -hmm. there's times, you know, I don't know in the past that I'm like, I'm going to play around with this mm -hmm. and you go and you whittle here, you do there, you try this, you make it a little different and eventually it might work out, but you know, it, it gets to a point, you know, any, anyone out there that's making baits who wants to have like this collection of baits across the board, I offer this style bait, this, 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 you get about three, three styles of baits. You're busy. Yeah. Cause you got to keep those up. Mm-hmm. Unless you're just going to be a wanderer and you're going to, or you can hire a giant crew. It's, it's, it's difficult. Yeah. But, you know, looking back, oh my gosh, just, just seeing that stuff. And now I really, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's because I'm getting older. I don't miss the drama. I remember that the internet fights mm -hmm. <clears throat> that would go on for days and you would literally sit there on the computer waiting for the reply, mm -hmm. yeah. hitting refresh. Yeah. Like I'm ready for you. Do you think? Do you think that the the forums died because of the negativity? I don't know. I I, I mean I'm, that might be some of it. It it might be. I don't know. It it could be just that generation has grown up. I mean, it's probably been Todd. What do you think? A solid ten to fifteen years of internet forums. Yeah, I mean the forums. The forums are just. They're gone. Vance, do you remember? I'm going to name this one because it's no longer a forum, and, and there's going to be some PA listeners and some maybe some Ohio and New York. Remember the PA Muskie Forum? Yeah. That forum was hot for about a year. Mm hmm. 
and then it crashed and then it, there was a time where like I hopped on it and it said like last post and it was like something ridiculous 10 months or a year prior like the last post yeah. and finally I hopped on it one day which might have been like a year or two ago and it just says you know you can buy this domain it's really? like it was gone it, it was, was gone but it was an attempt and it just it I, I don't know maybe it's the the this there's people out there willing to share information but at the same time it's almost secretive mm-hmm so you found a lot of positive information on this stuff. A good start. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's still out there. I mean, because I don't see a lot of positive information on the Facebook stuff. I mean, more often than not, I mean, I don't know if it's because the negativity just sticks out. Like the forums, you clearly got some good stuff from it. You met Todd on there. Todd found a, a baby. Mm-hmm. And boom, you guys met. Uh, and now the company is where it is. I, I mean, even from the forums, I even got some other bait makers up and running. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to name names, but if they're listening, they know who they are. Yeah. That, you know, I might not have been the sole reason they got up and where they're at, but they yeah. they definitely took a couple years out of their learning curve. Yeah. You, you, you put some molds in their hands that helped immensely on some pretty big names. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, more than one. Mm. Yes, yes. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't know, like you, like Vance just said, lots of negativity, even, you know, when you're on, on Facebook and this and that. I mean, there, there's positive too. I look at it as just entertainment. Uh, but those forms have just, have, have just uh, died to the point where you know, I don't know how many people even go look at that stuff anymore. But, you know, it's just funny how quickly things change. Yeah, cause people would be hammering them like mm-hmm. crazy on there. The, you know, let's take an even further step back. Todd, you're not going to be in this group, so I'm talking to Vance. <clears throat> <laughs> you, and you might be too young for it. AOL Instant Messenger. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, what was the other one? ICQ. I don't know ICQ. ICQ was like AOL was before. Then you had MSN Messenger. I had CompuServe. I heard that. I never was on it. But that was like, almost like, but before that was chat rooms. I got made fun of. (laughs) I didn't have AOL. (laughs) You didn't need AOL to be on Messenger. It was all up to my parents then. You know. Yeah, but like... Server. Chat rooms kind of died. I know there's still they, there's still some chat out there. rooms. Yeah, chat and rooms then it died with the, the <clears throat> sexual predators and all that crazy stuff. Yes, negativity ruined things. Yeah, big chat rooms, even being on instant messenger, that died. Facebook came around, and forums kind of started. But I, I got so late into Facebook that I hopped on, and I remember, you know, I remember some places. I remember you fighting it, man. I remember you saying, "I'm not, I'm not going to get involved in that." And Jeff from Team Rhino gave that push. This would have been 2014 or 13. Uh-huh. Mm. The first Muskie Max show, which would have been maybe somewhere around in there. Uh-huh. I had the page up, but I didn't really want to do it or this and that. And he put a big plug out and all of a sudden people started liking the page and started yeah. building up and... And then you, you got on it, and then it, then you could start. You got familiar with it. You started working the positives, and, and you started, you know, 
seeing the benefits of it, but then you also, as a personal, because the personal page, you have to have the personal page in order to have a page mm -hmm. for a business of sorts. And yeah. So then I'm like, oh, what was it? I, I got like, someone tagged me in a post that I'm like, never, I'm like what? There's like musky forums on Facebook and this is all new. And mm -hmm. then you, you hop on flea market and buy, sell, trade. And yeah, there's a lot. all those other ones. And then people start joining in other groups. And originally I had like two friends. Now I don't know anybody except the same two friends. But I have like 400 friends. I don't even know. I mean, yeah. 20. I don't even know. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you're from the Muskie. I'll be you're my friend. Yeah. But you're not going to be my friend unless there's <laughs> like... my friend? Unless you're like 20 friends. mutual friends too. Because I don't want... <laughs> you can kind of know the ones that are going to be your fake friends. You got to watch your back. On Facebook. There's a lot of negativity there. But now, now you're looking at it, and I don't want to say I'm sick of it, but I look at stuff, and I get all these emails every day from someone posted here, someone posted there, what have you. And I'm like, okay. And, and like, they did exactly what I would do, post in three discussion groups or whatever that is. Yeah. All the same thing. And I'm just like, ah, maybe I don't want to be that annoying. So then I cut way back on posting on stuff. And, mm -hmm. But... To me, it's almost like Facebook is dying as well. Well, there's all these other things, yeah. I mean, there's there, it, it keeps advancing. Uh, I have so many, so many different companies call. Yeah. You know, you know when you're out there and you got the, the business out there, I think they're just finding the business on Facebook or on online. They're like, hey, you know, we're going to do this, or this is going to be the new fishing reports forum and I've, I've, I've dealt with numerous ones in the past you know I try to give it an effort I try to put up my fishing report I try to put up uh, you know some information send them in pictures but I don't I, I don't know where the real <laughs> uh, positive stuff's going to come from because you know those things are only going to get what they're going to get you only get so many people looking, you know, and you have people like, uh, I was a part of a big one out there, mostly, uh, you know, from Wisconsin, and they were trying to expand. Everyone's trying to expand. Yeah, we're going to go big time here. We're going to go all throughout the United States, get all, you know, bass fishermen, musky fishermen. It's just, none of them are panning out. There's just too many out there. Yeah. And they're just not panning out, you know. And like you said, Vance, you know, Facebook is probably the main thing right now that everyone's looking at, but, you know, you get sick of it. Yeah, I kind of, I, I, I stay away from that stuff. I don't go out of my way to look, look at things or, you know, look at the posts and stuff like that. I kind of just stay in my, in the bubble, you know. Yeah, <clears throat> more often than not, I get a, when I do look through that stuff every couple, every once in a while, every few mornings, I'll get up and I'm like, I'm going to look through Facebook stuff. And I usually get more pissed off than I do of enjoyment out of it. Mm. Because like, I look, see something yeah. that I know is not true, or, yeah. you know, whether you're talking politics, whether you're talking whatever. Oh, geez, yeah. It's just something that just drives me crazy. And it's just like, mm -hmm. I, don't, I, I, I feel like I don't even. You know, there's no reason to, I'm not going to respond yeah. to it. I, I, I found myself, 
you know, getting irritated with some of those things. And but you can kind of control your pages on what you see nowadays. They've they've yeah. advanced that into it mm-hmm. where you can see less or see more. So when I say that I stick in my own bubble, I, I kind of created my own, and I kind of don't. Uh-huh. The the, the clickbait that's out there. I mean, we got, we, yeah, we. I mean, geez, looking back, I mean that Boga discussion we had. I mean that was off the charts. We got uh-huh. smashed about it, uh, and you know we talked with reason, and we we got hit pretty hard with with negativity, and we you know we. The, we gave the people the, their opportunity to uh, to speak with uh-huh. us about it, and they, uh, they just declined. They declined uh, to put it nicely, uh, and and it just it just uh, never happened. Now, now I did have fun with that one. Uh, that that was very fun, um, but you know I don't want to be I don't want to deal with that stuff. My no. you know it, it my my I'm set in my ways. It's. You're not. We're, we are still doing the same thing we did with the boga, and we're going to continue doing it. And there's a lot of people that might not agree. Yeah, I could care less about their I just their don't baby. want to deal. I, I, I could care less. Would yeah. they? I mean, there's only so many times <laughs> that I could. I hear about a, a damn. They're big rubber nets. They're they're gloves and a pair of pliers. That's all you need. They can take that. And they can just, you know, whatever. I'm. Uh, it's not going to change me. Doesn't it get you? Doesn't it rub you the wrong way when when it's when when people are posting up? You know, you you might not agree with them. I, I'm okay with people not agreeing with me. Uh-huh. But when they start posting up stuff that they feel is factual and you know is complete BS. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's that, that, that's when it that's, that's when it dies. But yeah, but you know that that becomes that's more personable. Like you, you know that that comes down to that individual being able to reason and have rationale behind it. Yes, I understand the the points about the gloves and the in the nets and mm-hmm. in the bogas in the in the, yeah. the, the pliers and and I also understand what what I can do with my boga and. Um, but when when they, they take it when people take it to the next level, which they often do, is it's a lot easier to do that when you're sitting there typing. Mm-hmm. Um, it it gets frustrating to a point where, yeah, okay, it, it will it, ruin it, your day. It, it just you're not seeing it the way that I'm seeing it. Where I see your opinion, I, I see your point, and I understand it. I understand where you're coming from. Um, but those people can't see it on our side, uh, you know, if they're yeah. anti-boga, they're just like, no, it's bad, you know, and, and I'm going to, and I'm yep. going to tell you, and I'm personally going to attack you and, you know, question, yep. you know, you're and, not, and, and you, we saw that when we did this, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we had people say, and we're just, well, why? Yeah. And, and they're like, just cause it's bad. Have you ever used one? No, I've never used one. They're just bad. Yeah, it's just like wow. That doesn't do anything for me, you know. It just is like it, it all becomes yeah total silliness. Yeah, and and so that's when I go back to reverting to just you know create your own bubble and just don't deal with that stuff. Don't, you know, there's a lot of people that can have good conversation about things, but you know, 
some people just take it to the next level on that on the so on the forums and the social media where it gets annoying uh, and it, it, there's just no there's no coming back from it you just can't have a discussion with this person so and they're just out there it's like they're they're out there they call it like trolling or mm-hmm. something on on the internet where people just uh, go crazy you know people post pictures and now you'll get people that'll be typing under there, wait for it. Wait, yeah. Wait yeah, for it. Wait for, for the response. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't take long. Oh, and we had, we had, one of our guests on the show was uh, Mike Kickle, mm-hmm. uh, who's a, a great, great lakes fisherman. Um, and he, there was a picture of a muskie, and he just did it to start a fire. He was like, <laughs> I, I don't know what he put up there. He was like, "Man, that's probably some great steaks on off of that." Oh, fish. I remember that. And then, and then people, the, he had like ten people immediately, like, "Oh my god, catch and release, CPR, MF, or you know." And he's like, <laughs> he was like, "I just think it's so insane," which it really is about this. I mean, just that the the whole you know it, basically he got he got crushed he he threw it out there but just to be silly. in a joking manner mm-hmm. and that there needs to be and this is not my original idea I'm just remembering there needs to be a font that everyone knows is sarcasm mm-hmm. yeah 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 <laughs> yeah that's true it's because that 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 written having something written while you can't mix the words up. You can add emphasis on different, yeah. and you know. I guess you know. Thinking, sitting back here, thinking about that whole boga thing, like one of the discussions with one of the big, the big voices that were opposed to it, on on a thread. Yeah, I won't even call it a thread because on Facebook, it end up being that the person said, "Listen, I don't like them." I used them one time with a guy. We unhooked the fish at the boat with it. The fish swam way fine. I guess all in all, it was positive, but I don't like it. I'm like, but how can you take this hardline stance and just, I mean, that's okay if you don't like them. Yeah. But to say that I've had one experience and it was positive, yeah. it leaves someone like, well, I was on the fence. It discredits <sighs> the their ability to discuss things. And, and it's, it's almost the Kool-Aid. It's like they, they, they picked a... a, a Flavor of Kool Aid, and they're. I can only yeah. drink blue Kool Aid. And it's almost like they're fishing for the argument. You know, people are on there just wanting to get a rise out of people, and uh, they're just doing it to mess with you. You know, and, it, and it, at, th- at that point, yeah, well, I had a positive experience, but you know, I, f you guy. Th- this is this was something good because I, I actually had to look for this because someone said something to me about it. Um, <clears throat> Most people out there are going to know who Jim Shockey is. Do you know who Jim Shockey is? Yes. Shockey, car, car dealer and ex-tight end in the NFL. That's no. No. <laughs> um, professional hunter. Okay. He has a daughter, Eva Shockey. I think, Todd, you were the one saying this to me. I think that she shot this big, giant buck that they were after for so many years. And yeah. he... Years. Years. Not, not days. And years, <laughs> she was like seven or eight months pregnant when she shot it. They've been, they've been after this deer, so a lot of hard work. But they're they're a figurehead of the sport. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there's you know a really good podcast to listen to, would be 
I don't even know which one it is, but it's a Joe Rogan podcast. He had Jim Shockey on. And Jim Shockey has really good insight in the hunting world. But okay, anyways, getting back to it. <clears throat> he took a screenshot of like his daughter and then the comments of that whatever thing mm -hmm. she put up. And everyone's like, oh, way to go. Cool. Awesome. Congrats. And one guy wrote, pretty easy to do when you're on a private ranch. Yeah. And he made this thing about it. He goes, he even called the guy out. He said, you know, whatever that guy's name was on Instabook. Yeah. And yeah. He, uh, he said, this is, this is the problem. He goes, it's not the enemy that's at the gate. It's the enemy that's already within. Or I, I botched up what he said. But that's really what it is, is that the only way that this, this, this sport, whether it's hunting, fishing, golfing, is going to move forward for the better is that if everybody can unite. And it takes a lot of balls. I mean, I doubt that the guy that said that listens to our podcast. Yeah. Here you're looking at a young woman who's with child, who's been hunting this deer for at least two years, finally gets it and is proud to show people. And Jim then goes on right that it was a public land deer. So people are literally just shooting from the hip to say something. Oh, yeah. And oh yeah, that's, that's what rocks the foundation of any of this. Yeah. And, you know, then, then you get the antis. Yeah. You know, have, did you guys see the, the, the PETA commercial against fishing? I've, I've seen that floating around. That's hilarious. But that's the enemy. Yeah. Not, who cares if she shot it in a pen? Yeah. You know, for that deer, but I know we're jumping back and forth, but it's, you know, we, we, we're selective on our photos. I mean, Todd, you've even said it. It takes big balls for someone to comment on your daughter sitting next to a fish that she caught. Yeah. Yeah. Who's going to attack a seven, eight-year-old girl? Yeah. An animal. Yeah, I mean, we've... We, we, We've talked about that many times before too. I don't. I don't like videoing. Mm -hmm. Because what happens when you're catching those fish? <laughs> it's the bottom line. We do it every day for six months. Yeah. It's it, it's not all. Yay yay! There's a fish. Yeah. He's unharmed. There's nothing wrong. Let's just release him. That that's not what happens. Mm -mm. Fish have hooks in the eyes. Fish have hooks in the gills. Fish are bleeding profusely. We talk about this so many times on the podcast, but I mean, that's why, I mean, videoing what we have to do to try to do our best to get these fish out of the net, boga, whatever, it's, it, it's, it's not pretty. Most, a lot of times it's not pretty. And uh, that's why I really don't. I'm not. That's why you don't see a lot of videos of us fishing, and you're not gonna because I just the reality. You know, the reality is it's not. <laughs> yeah, sure. I don't want to get into all the cutting and splicing and stuff like that because it, it. You know, it's not all that fun. Yeah. Sometimes. You know, and I don't know if it's you dwell on the. I don't know if I look at it and I see the negativity first. I don't know when I'm looking at those forms. I don't know why that stuff jumps out to me. Your reviews, you know, a lot of there's a lot of reviews out there on on uh, 
social media with like the Yelp app and all that other stuff. The one you go down and look at is the negative one. Oh my gosh. When I'm looking at buying yep. something, you hop on whatever, Lowe's, Home Depot, Cabela's, Bass Pro, and you're like, I don't give a crap what the good things are. Tell me about the bad things. Yeah. Give me low to high first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't know, but there is, there is a lot of positive in them, you know. And I, yeah. and I revert to saying that, you know, Todd found the swim bait and the rest is history there. There is positives in, in, the, in the social media. You just got to look for them like you look for the negativity. But, you know. There's fun and there's also entertainment in them. You know, that, that, that's the thing. You have to get entertainment out of this. Yeah. Uh, you know, Vance brought up the Arboga thing where there was people that were, man, the people all over us. And then, you know, some of those people have faded away. You don't hear anything from them. There's other people that understand what we're doing. There are some people, big name people, that jumped on and they're like, all right, you guys liberated us. We can now, we have enough to speak our voice. Yes, we can say something. We can say that, yes, we do use these. And, uh, you know, that's big. Yeah. That's that's some good stuff. (laughs) And and, and that did happen. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I can also sit there, you know, when Vance and I go fishing or when I go to Canada with my nephew or my dad, I can also say that most of those fish don't get bogged. None of them get netted. I do water releases. You have to look at what we're doing in our business, trying to get these guys or trying to catch a muskie. Yeah, I got to net that fish. Or, or, or I got to boga that fish. I got to get it in here for these guys. You know, when Vance and I fish together, we don't even. All we do is just like bring them in and release them. I don't even. I say just keep fishing. We don't even quit fishing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I, I, you know, I can get him off. He's barely hooked. I, keep I, the I boat. Can sniff one hook, just keep going. Just keep, keep the going. boat running. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's the way I fish normally. Mm-hmm. But we are doing a business, and a lot of the stuff we talk about is business oriented. You know, trying to get guys to first fish, trying to get people uh, to get that picture. Yeah. So we got to take take another another step there's been years when I've netted one fish my whole entire season yeah you know before I was guiding like I was like I don't even know why I take this net it just sits in the way I'm not going to net one unless it's over 50 inches or barely hooked and it's my 8 year old nephew yeah I didn't net one of them in those, la- those last couple of days I fished <laughs> yeah, alone you don't I don't net anything I don't, don't even take the net with if I go out by myself I don't even take the net mm-hmm so that guy, when we lost that net in that charter, he was like, well, what are we going to do now? I was like, it's not a big deal. That's what I normally do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, We're not going to trip over this thing. Me. It's not a big the deal. Net, the net's in the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, we talk about that boga just because that, it, it relates to what we're talking about. And that's the uh, the, mo- the, mo- the one that sticks out the most because we, yeah. we got smashed for it, but... Um, yeah, but I want to. I want to say we got redemption because they backed out of actually joining us to talk I, I, their I could, side. I could care less. I, I, you know, I, the, yeah. There's a lot of people that that hide behind the keyboard. Who cares? I don't. I don't care. I made my own bubble. I, I just. I live in that bubble. That's what you got to do. 
you know, for sanity and, and just let it, let it run. Let people do what they want to do, you know, but definitely maybe the negativity ruined the forms, you know. It, it could be almost generational too. I mean, it's I mean, been, you get you get older, you get wiser, you can care less anymore. You know, that's that's it, it that's could, what it get. That's what it gets. Maybe not generational is a good word, but you grow out of it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I don't know. You 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 just take a more relaxed attitude. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And yeah, you can have a discussion. You know, which is. I mean, sometimes you can pick something up, but like I said. I mean, to me, it's entertainment purposes only. I'm a sucker for a good meme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that's that. me too. I, I enjoy that more than anything. Mm-hmm. I literally, I'm on Facebook more than I'd like to just because it is refreshing itself. Not like refreshing, like, oh, this is a great experience. It, 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 it has enough content flipping through it on my whatever you call that crap. Yeah. And sometimes I need... You know, two kids running around here, you know, do whatever the stress. It'd be nice to hop on. And I'm just scrolling as fast as I can. I'm looking, oh, there's a big buck. Oh, there's a big fish. There's a big fish. There's a big buck. Just going boom, boom, boom. (laughs) And then finally, it's like, it's like I'm looking for that one thing that's like, oh, this is interesting. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I do it with my wife sometimes, and I'll send her one. I'm like, this is us. Yeah. Or, you know. Check this out. Something about a puppy or a cat or something. With a cucumber. I get more entertainment out of that. Where do you go for fishing information, though? You know? You said the people shared so much on those those forums, you know? Blue spoons today. To me, it almost, it's, it's, I don't know if it's, I'm going to kind of put it back to this. I'm not saying that everyone that, you know, picks up a musky rattle then... You know, I, be a Jedi of the musky. Yeah, I think it's tough to pick up on stuff like that in musky fishing. I mean, I could tell you, yeah, I caught 10 over here on a raptor. I tell you the colors. I don't know if you'll be able to repeat that the next right. day. But my, my little thing that actually happened with the people painting baits, the, the, the basement baits, the small onesie twosies, it was like the, the, the learning curve was so slow. And once things started to start mm-hmm. making crawling to walking mm-hmm. and then it quickly went to running mm-hmm. just about anybody that started doing it hit the ground walking yeah because that was just where it was and then everyone then it's just that person became running faster it's like i'm gonna do a real this is out of the left field but when i would grow when growing up and in my early 20s and stuff like that i rode a lot of dirt bikes and i remember carrie hart doing the first backflip mm-hmm and now I'm looking at it, I'm like, they're doing double backflip, three six. Double back. yeah. and, and now it's like, you know, skiing. I remember when I landed my first 360, that was like a big thing. Now I'm looking at these kids that weren't even born. It took 10 years after I landed my first one for them to be born. And they're like eight doing 360s yeah. in moguls. And I'm like, yeah, it was a big deal for me to stick one. You know, and now it's yeah. just now it's just commonplace. Now it's almost like, are the new people into the sport just having so much information that they're absorbing, yeah. even though we might not see as good information because we kind of already are past that. They're hitting it, and yeah. I, I read stories. People are like I fished all year. I got my first fish. Yeah, and now it's like you know some of these guys, they're like, yeah, I fished my first year. I got name your number, a good number for wherever you're at. Yeah. And 
That's true, and, and like the 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 podcast, pro, you know, you you could pick up on it's just nothing to us. It's just talking, but you could pick up, you know, tidbits on it and 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 skip skip forward. Well, I'm I'm gonna go out and get this rock combo, as opposed to I just showed up at a department store and picked up this and this reel, and they really don't go with one another or something like that. That's a big jump. Mm-hmm. And when I first started, I was just like, what? the hell kind of gear do I need from this spinning equipment that I use for bass and walleye to, you know, I went through a couple hundred dollars of failure just in, in a rod and reel combo. You know what I'm saying? If I'm not going to name the brands because there's two different brands. Go out in my pole barn right now and in the trash can I have two reels that people would kill for. I said, I'm, I'm done moving these things. I threw them in the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done with them. <laughs> just having them sit there collect yeah. dust and stuff. Collect dust, I mean, it's in just the one, uh, you know, I think it needed some basic part, and I'm just like, I'm never going to use you again. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and and it's, I'm not against the people that like to have, because Gearman loves it, very specific rod and reel combos. Mm-hmm. I've got to the point to where I'm like, it's too much work, this and that. I'm down to two, yeah. a primary and a backup. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and you can go through all those things. You can go through all those things. Have like if it I has been into... a quick way. You know, the yeah. internet and the uh, the forums, the you know, the stuff we've been talking about. It's been a quick way for people to make a quick jump from. Hey, and there's a ton of them out there that have come out in the last couple of years, where it's been like. Hey, check out this bait. I'm going to prototype this right now. <laughs> and six months later, these people are selling these baits for $60, $70, Our one sponsor's been doing it for like 30 years. Yeah. And they're, but there's, yeah, they have been, but there's, there's, there, there, there's tons of them out there that are just they they took advantage of that, which is great. And like I said, we have too. Mm-hmm. So I met Andy. That's how the whole thing. I would have never met Andy. Someone told me about looking at these forums. I knew nothing about that stuff. Ended up meeting Andy. Blah blah blah. It it it, it you know went where it did. But you know I I can now look at a lot of these people. It's like I remember when that guy made that bait. It was a he said he whittled one out, and it's still happening now. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, check out this bait." Yeah, that's, and that's, that's uh, they're they're just running with it, you know. It's a quick quick way to get started. Yeah, I and guess for lots of people, more more so for Todd because you've been musky fishing for much longer than both me and Vance combined. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, 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 and it's that it's that progression. Yeah, I remember you telling me the story. You're like at the PMTT or something, and someone's like, "Man, you got to check out that internet. There's 80 things about muskies on there." Yeah. If you did yeah, a search. Yeah, yeah, they said that at one of our meetings at a uh, at a musk ink meeting I went to one time. Like, you got to check out the internet. And I was like, well, "What's the internet?" Yeah, if you check it out, there's like if you type in just musky, there's like 80 things come up. Oh my gosh, really? I didn't even have a computer. 
Yeah, and all you had was like the public library. Yeah. And there might be a book or a snippet <laughs> in a book. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, we've been talking about this for a little bit now, but I, the internet has changed a lot. Mm-hmm. Good and bad. There's a lot of good out there. We've named uh-huh. a ton of stuff. I use it for buying boats and stuff. I, I, I checked out a lot of information about boats on that. Todd, I'm, you're in the market right now. Yeah. You're doing the same thing. Um, musky. There's like a slogan in musky fishing. Oh, I, yeah, I'm glad you brought this up. I wanted to bring this up. It always was. It's as fit, far as I know. The fish of ten thousand casts. Ten, T E N. Yeah. Ten thousand casts. The fish of ten thousand casts. Now, I'm seeing everywhere. More often than not, that it is the fish of one thousand casts. Yeah. One. So it jumped nine thousand. Yeah. Now, I, I, I'm going to ask Todd this because, again, he has more experience. Has catching a muskie became ten times easier? Not ten times easier. <laughs> no. So, okay, if originally it was 10,000 casts, how many casts would you put it now? <laughs> if, if you yeah. had to do a sliding scale, <laughs> even though we all know it doesn't take 10,000 casts. No. Sometimes no. it happens no. on the first cast, which is bad luck. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, you take your average of ten thousand casts, and they, you know, they used to talk about Chautauqua as uh, you know trolling forty hours between fish, and you know I still take some of those people out on charters. That's why it's it's very easy to do the charters right now with those type of people because you can go out there and get a bite or two, and they're dumbfounded. But that you know it, it was that way. The fishing is much better. There's no doubt. Yeah, we don't wait 10,000 casts for I fish. I don't fish anywhere where I wait 10,000 10, casts. There are places you can. If you want to go fish those big fish waters and fish, you know, I think it's probably happening at like Malax right now. They're not catching a lot of fish. Uh, you want to go fish the St. Lawrence. They do not catch a lot of fish up there. You want to go fish the Georgian Bay. They do not catch a lot of fish up there. Your potential to catch something giant yeah, it's better than what I can give you with my fishing at Chautauqua and Pima Tuning and Moraine and all these places that I fish. But uh, I worked it out. I don't want to forget this number. If it's a fish of 10,000 casts, I have to go fishing 500 times for me to catch one. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. my most recent yeah. fishing trip, I did 20 casts. No. But you, you, you did that. Say you have... Uh, say if somebody's going fishing uh, and they're going to cast for a day say it's they get up whatever eight hour fishing day okay just say that Uh, and say you can do if you're a fisherman probably just say a minute per cast you could say that that's what Todd told me and I like that number okay so um, so in an hour you do 60 casts right if eight hours, you do 480 casts. Okay, so... In, in, Say 500. Fish a week. Fish a week. Yeah. So five, 500 casts in a, a, a day. Mm-hmm. So to get to 10,000, that would be how many days? 20. That would be almost 
20, because that was the same number I just did. Yeah. Yeah. 20 days. 20 days. There's still areas where people could go 20 days casting. I would probably say, and I'm not, you know, this is kind of a joke. Those bodies of water probably don't have muskies in them. No, if it's not, if if you're if it's a thousand casts though, and you're going two days, <clears throat> if it's a thousand casts, say you'd you'd have to catch one every two days. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I right. think I think there's a lot of people that are going two days without catching a fish. I'm one of them. Yeah. Well, I, my, I had a pretty good average this year in the boat. So if it's a thousand casts and you get these people thinking that, well, I should probably get one every two days, at least one. I, I think that I still think it that there, that that's not right. I I, I understand. I, I like, think I think it if if you if people are going out there and not catching them in in two days, they shouldn't be worrying about it. You know, I think that I think it's it's a little bit more difficult to do. You know than. You yeah, know, I don't think you're doing anything wrong. I think just keep casting. Yeah, and for everyone out there listening, if you're about to punch your radio or your phone or your computer, yeah, we don't literally mean that on cast nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Yeah, that the next one you're going to catch one. We understand that, but what 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 the concern was because I, me and Vance talked about this, and I, I forgot about it for this podcast was the. It was almost like we're just going to dumb it down. Mm-hmm. Whether it's intentional or not, but you know the fish at ten thousand casts really was was the thing that's like you're gonna put in some time to catch this fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it's like yeah. nowadays yeah. it's like you're gonna put in some time, but it ain't that bad. Yeah. As compared yeah. to the people that understood the original ten thousand casts. Yeah, I still hear that with people. Like I, I will take an older fellow out, and he's like, "Well," and it's like eleven, and we start. You know, I pick people up at 8, it's 11 o'clock, they haven't caught anything yet. They're like, okay, 9,999. Yep. And they throw the cast, and I'm like, no, you threw like 190. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've only been out here for two hours. I, you know, this is it. We're looking for that fish of 10,000 casts. And, you know, I hear that all the time when I'm doing these charters. Yeah. Uh, you know, I guess, in, in another respect, it, it it seems to take away from the accomplishment when you yes. get one. When, when you get one, if it's a fish of a thousand cast, I can yeah. tell you this: I cast a whole heck of a lot more uh, for walleye than I do for muskies. Because, <laughs> like I said earlier, I'm terrible at walleye fishing, yeah. and <laughs> um. It's probably because I hold the reel upside down, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I guess that that's the, one of those things. And is it is it changed because of the internet? Maybe uh, it's probably more, more, more of a more of a typo. But it, but it's still it kind of will sit in the back of your mind and resonate. Like is what we're doing now all of a sudden not as hard as it once was? Yeah, and yeah. You know, I don't know. I mean, I still think that, you know, I'm not picking on bass fishermen, but when you start looking at like, you know, like the tournament pros and stuff like that, yeah, they're fishing in some tough conditions, what have you. But I'd find it really hard to go to a lake and not catch a bass Mm. in a day. And that's probably not what they're after. They're after the five pounders and things, which would, for me, just be luck if one hit. Now... 
you do catch with the bass you catch musky fish and generally are the fish that yeah the, that the, the bigger the, one the people want and it's a bonus fish but you know they don't call bass the fish of 50 casts yeah right so yeah i, I so is the internet taking away the there's the, probably a uh, whole host of things it might have been someone mis typed it wrong you put you put it up you, you put it up is is what we're doing be, not as difficult or is yeah, it not as special for people to fall into watching certain people's yeah posts or whatever and you know they see all these fish and think, oh my gosh i gotta go there yeah yeah so it probably you know but then again there's people who have done it a couple years and have figured out what works for them it literally yeah. might be a fish of a thousand casts mm-hmm. I know I didn't cast 5,000 times in 20 wait was that late July 2015 to catch those five I went five for nine with Todd mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. you had three on in your first ten casts <laughs> right but, but of course you know like I, I want to keep reiterating this because I don't want to hear yeah. anybody thinking Duh, it's not the not how many casts it's you know it's the metaphor you know this and yeah. that it's it's the but of course we understand that but it's I, I think that I could say that the fishing has got easier but I've also learned more yeah you get better at it you get better yeah. at it yeah. so does that mean that the people doing it the old timers sucked at it yeah were, were the good ones sucky we met, the, the, the internet no, is just... making the metaphor weak Diluting it. Diluting it, yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I mean, there's, so, there's so many changes. And I'm not that old, but I've, I've got to see so many changes. Like I've said, even this year we had a poor year. Uh, well, not poor, but, you know, below average year on Chautauqua. But we, we put more fish in our boat this year than my grandpa did fishing. He started in 49, I think, when he came back from World War Two. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we we caught more fish this season than he ever caught. So there's something, you know, catch and release has so much to do with that. The equipment, the lures, the hooks on the lures. I don't fish the same spots. Now, I, obviously, I the equipment even throw this stuff. I couldn't have thrown an eight inch raptor that we make on that on anything I was using back then. I mean, you can't even throw that stuff. Yeah. I mean, obviously the equipment has made great strides, but has do you think fish density has changed? On, on just like like we're gonna pick on Chautauqua. I think maybe uh-huh. the the the, uh, the catch and release, yeah, probably. Uh, oh my god! I mean, but I, I mean, back them, then, if it's them all the time that have been, if it I was, catch them all the time that have been caught, they're blind. I mean, I've caught the same ones three yeah. times in a season. I mean, so you that know, affects and, uh, density. Those fish would have been gone. I mean that. That, that, that's changed things immensely. But back then, <laughs> there weren't there weren't as many fishermen, and fishing was exponentially harder due to the equipment. Yes. You know, what, I, I would like to think that they're fish all, they're, density... They're all, they're all uh, parts of the... You know, it's so much easier for us now to land them. Uh, the electronics, when we're trolling, insane compared to what we had, the trolling motors we're using, you know, the autopilots on our boats. <laughs> I mean, all that stuff just is, it, 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 such a, diff- I mean, it's become a totally different sport. 
don't, there's a couple things that I wish, and I mean, then, then we should probably wrap this up, but we can discuss this a little bit. Two things that I wish. When I, when I fished with Eric a lot, and, and we're having a tough day, there was always this saying that we, we, we would say, and we'd laugh every time. And I'm sure other people have thought of this to some extent, but there were days where like, I wish we could just drain this lake and then walk around and see where the fish are at. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that, that's the, uh, you know, we, we were just dumbfounded. We're like, the, the fish should be here and stuff. And, and you're just, those days you just get schooled. And yep. then, um, I just wish that you could just like magically, the, and, but you know, like everything stays suspended yeah. and you're like, where are they at? Yeah. And you can walk around yeah. and, and, and do whatever. And with saying that, I forgot what the other one was <laughs> because I was too busy trying to describe how that's this, a pretty important one. That's a, that's a good one. This, just to drain this lake because I, I always had this visualization that you're like you're walking through like the weeds and you're like looking in and, and, and seeing. <laughs> oh but the, but on those tough fishing days, your mind starts oh, to yeah. wander like that. Oh yeah, yeah. And oh, I remember the right other one now. And, and this is just as stupid, but. Wouldn't it be cool, like, if they're, like, back in the 60s, they had some, like, musky tournament, and you could just, like, travel back in time with your rig and be like, yeah. Nice, nice set of oars you got there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you running the 8-footers or the 8-and-a-half-foot oars? <laughs> dry, yeah, I, I've, I've you know, made water wanders like that. Them yeah. eight oars, then my sisters. <laughs> yep. If you could drive. Yeah, I mean... I mean that info still out there through the uh, the forums, through Facebook, but I mean, it, it, if anybody, <laughs> it has become so much easier now. Yeah. To, to had, just get started. I had more. I had more six. I'm not more. Uh, you know, we used to pride ourselves on success. We would go from go up there to Canada to some lake, and. Uh, you know, we would be over there trolling down through a certain area and, you know, I'm lining up trees on the shoreline and you're doing things like that to do the, the troll in between these weeds. And I had it all marked out. I didn't have GPS, but I'll say I took more pride in the, the success we had then because other people would go up there and were like, I don't even know how you're fishing over there. You know, that's because... That was time on the water. That was that, that. was what we did. Now you go by the the units, shows you that little trench. We found a lot of those trenches back then. <laughs> and that Tell was by me. trial and error. That was by a lot of time of plowing into weeds, weeds and rocks, and you know what I mean. Tell yeah. me, you had a paper graph back then? No, I didn't. Have, no. We didn't have a paper graph. Where you're buying rolls of paper to yeah, put on I never them. had a paper graph. But I, I knew people that did have them. They would take them back and study them. And, but, uh, you know, it was, all, it was all just like shoreline things. And, it, you know, I got more, you know, some of my great spots that I had when I was fishing some lake up in Canada that people could never figure out what we were doing. You know, all of a sudden this all came out, GPS and... You know, people talking on the computer, and and uh, they they were able to repeat what we were doing. 
much easier now. Much, much, much easier now. It, it was, you know, it wasn't that long ago when it was like the GPS was like a handheld unit. Yeah. And it was like black and white or you spent a lot more money on the color one. And now it's like, I'm looking, I'm like, well, I carry around a tracking device all the time, my iPhone. Yeah. I have three graphs yeah. on my boat that all have GPS. Yeah. I have a Garmin GPS, which is, I used it, you know, just the other week to go down to find the lodge and where I went hunting. But it was like eight or nine years old. I'm like, I don't trust this. So I'm actually going to the newer GPS. Yeah. So I'm like relying on two computers to tell me where to drive 400 miles away. Yeah. And the one can give me traffic updates in real time. Yeah. And now, now you can't get away from a GPS. I remember having a GPS was like something like, oh, you got a GPS? Yeah. Uh -huh. Tom Tom. That's right. Tom Tom, yeah. <laughs> wow. That was a booming... I mean, if you were one of the first companies to get into that car GPS stuff, yeah, you, you sold a ton, but now it's... That's a tough sell anymore. Yeah. Not when you have your tracking device. Which literally, it, it, that's what it is, is. People use their phones more than they use the navigation system in the car. I remember when, you know, when I, this is, this, this is not that long ago, I got married over, a little over seven years ago. The first couple of years, we, you know, I was like the desktop computer. Go there, do whatever, and then finally I said, you know, for the business, it would probably help out for the smartphone. And I'm like, I don't like surfing the internet. I don't even have the internet hooked up to the desktop anymore. I know. I just use it on yeah. your own phone. You just get, it, it didn't take long to get used to it either. Yeah. No. But I still want a good, powerful desktop because it's nice for some of the work. And mm -hmm. I, I remember I'm like, I can't go a computer without internet. Now I'm like, I don't want my computer to have internet because I don't want to have to buy a new one in a year because some yeah. worm got into it and destroyed everything. Yeah. Uh, just mm. how, how, looking back on how all this changed and it fast, yep. like that learning curve in painting that I started out with. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy stuff. If you guys are uh, looking for trolling baits, we have a couple great sponsors who make trolling baits. Perhaps you've heard of Boshad. He's been on the show a couple times. He uses baits. They work great. I got a mud puppy that got some teeth marks in it that I didn't know got hit. <laughs> I talked about it not too long ago. You can find them at boshad.net. That's Paul Frustereo's website. <clears throat> you can get them at Chautauqua Real Outdoors, Thorn Brothers, Ross's Sports Shop, Triple J in West Virginia. Team Rhino Outdoors has custom four and a half inch Boshads. Muskie Tackle Online, they carry stock colors of the four and a half inch Boshad and the Crime Boss, which is its little brother. You guys run those, don't you? We run the Boshads, yes. Todd, you have a, you have a Crime Boss, don't you? I have one crime process. I, I had like three crime processes and I lost two of them at Cave Run. The uh, infamous Cave Run Lake. <laughs> Where you think snag first, then fish. Yeah. <laughs> snag first, Vance. Snag first, <laughs> this year. And, and they, they, 
they just dump out of you know out of all the places. There's just timber everywhere and stuff, and they dumped crap in there. They dump more and timber for the crap. They dump more stuff. Now, how, how do them? I, I I don't have one. How do those little crime bosses run? Well, they they wiggle like crazy. Yeah. Nice. Much shallower running than the uh, regular four inch. I think he calls it. Yeah, the regular Rugby four. Inch he calls it the four and a half, but I, I just call half, it the yeah. Boss Shad because. Yeah, yeah, that's what I call it, the Boss Shad. That's the one I use. Nice. It's the one we catch a lot of fish on. But uh, yeah, the little crime boss, it uh, it wiggles like crazy. Nice. You know where you can find the crime boss? And all makes, models, and colors. Mark's bait tackle on ammo. There you go. That's uh, Ravina, Ohio. They have an online store. It just got put up. I should, you know, I'm, I'm reading from a text message. If anyone, I don't have these memorized. <laughs> so We'll get there. We'll get there. I mean, he has a lot of, lot of people. He does. He's a pretty popular bait. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're in Canada, North Shore Tackle in Canada. So um, I would, uh, you know, the, the cool thing with trolling baits is that, like, I have my half dozen casting baits. Now, I, I can't speak with too much authority, but when you're trolling, you can do three rods. I definitely have some variances in there, different baits and stuff like that. So obviously, get some Boss Shads in there. You're also going to want to get some Wileys. Todd, do you know Dale? Yes, I've known Dale a long time. And I'll tell you, when I'm running my spread, whether it's four or six or two or whatever, there's always going to be a Wiley in my spread. The rest of my life guaranteed. Uh, we catch them. Big girls love them. The big girls definitely love Wileys. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. So, with that, there's also Fat Easy Musky products. All the social media, after we just got done bashing it, you can yes. find us there. But I wouldn't say bashing it. More <laughs> oh, no. We, there's positives and negatives in it. As yeah. We love it. We do it. Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishingguides.com. Facebook shares our Instagram. And Todd Young on Facebook, if you want to get in touch with him personally. And you could also get in touch with Todd to get in touch with Vance. He wants to stay in his bubble, as he said several times. Yes. It's a comfortable uh, bubble. Comfortable bubble. It's hunting season. Good luck hunting. Good luck fishing. Be safe out there. The weather's changing. Thanks for listening.